Welcome to Thank God It's Monday with Tony Aliogenarafa. Our topic for today is practice, not preaching. Whenever I raise the issue of faith at work with people, many get uncomfortable. Some are uncomfortable because the whole idea of sharing their faith in the workplace just doesn't sit well with them. But for others, it is the fear that a wrong approach could land them in trouble. What I think the problem is, however, is that for many years, those who claimed to bring their faith to work or were taught to do so had only one goal, to convert their peers to Christianity. They would bring their Bible to work and look for an opportunity to share their faith with others and make it their goal to convert those around them in the workplace to their belief system. I'm a pastor and an entrepreneur. I believe in soul winning. I practice and preach it with conviction. But I'll say right here and now that this is not fit at work. As a matter of fact, if my employees started using company time to preach to other employees, seeking to convert them to their religion, I'll most probably fire them because it's a misuse of company time and a misuse of the application of faith at work. Faith at work means my faith makes me a better worker. It is the outworking of everything I believe being practically demonstrated in my workplace. As a person who exercises his or her faith at work, it should make you the best worker anyone ever encounters. You should be more faithful, more patient, more honest, and the one who shines the most. But that doesn't mean you have to be perfect or focus on trying to be better than any other person, but only seek to be your best. The message of the gospel is powerful, and it's exciting to share, but we must still earn the right to be heard. There is no place for cockiness or arrogance in the kingdom. Unfortunately, there are many Christians in the workplace who are simply overzealous, unnecessarily pushy and tactless. I have often seen people who take pride in witnessing to others at work turning a shoddy job time and over again. Some are perennial latecomers and gossips who are inconsistent on their job, therefore making it impossible for a neutral observer to make a connection between their preaching and practice. So it's a case of their actions speaking so loud that no one can hear what they are saying. The workplace is primarily a place of practice, the place where you go to make your light shine so that men may see your good work and glorify your Father in heaven. The emphasis here is to see. The Bible says it's he who practices righteousness that is righteous. So the true test of what we believe is practice. In my research, I found out that many Christians who share their faith do so mostly out of duty or the selfish desire to earn more stars on their crown in heaven. They don't do it out of genuine love for the lost or desire for a better world. Therefore, their selfish motives is reflected in their approach. The workplace is where we spend over half of our lives. Therefore, it offers one of the best opportunities to live out the values of Christ. Transforming a culture and impacting a society means changing it at a fundamental level. Yes, this will mean we must talk about morality, ethics, and integrity. But these things are harder to practice than talk about. And because talk is cheap, people want to see you walk your talk as proof of what you believe. Faith at work, therefore, means that you are real, genuine, and living out what you believe with your whole heart. I'm sure I have so far ruffled a few feathers, 
A number of questions must be running through the minds of many. Let me put you at ease. I'm not saying that you should never evangelize at work. Rather, I'm only insisting that your work ethics and lifestyle match whatever you have to say when eventually you get the chance. I'm simply saying that when you are conscientious in your work and handle stress graciously, your words will be more credible. We'll take a break here and I'll be back shortly. Some people base their whole existence On the car they drive or the clothes they've worn And we get all proud to rep our city Shot down And even the month that we were born September mm. See everybody loves their different story Everyone on earth has a different call Details get too gory. There's one thing that unifies us all. Mm. We are Christ representers. Yeah. See, we are Christ representers. See, and we shine our light so bright that we make them say, Whoa, we gotta let them know that we are Christ representers. Welcome back. In Titus chapter 2, verses 9 and 10, from the Passion Translation, the Bible says, and I quote, Servants are to be supportive of their masters and do what is pleasing in every way. They are not to be argumentative, nor steal, but prove themselves to be completely loyal and trustworthy. By doing this, they will advertise through all that they do the beautiful teachings of God, our Savior. End of quote. Apostle Paul is saying, let your Christian character and competence do the talking for you. You will attract the respect and admiration of peers and even your superior. You will generally be more confident and assured when it comes to sharing your faith. For the most part, you won't even be the one seeking for opportunities to share your faith. Those will come of their own accord, as many of your colleagues will be drawn to you. Let me recap and offer some ways you can naturally and effectively share your faith with others you interact with at work without getting on the wrong side of the company's policies. Number one, the quality of your work and your attitude do more to advertise God than whatever you have to say. Number two, let people know you are a Christian without necessarily wearing it as a badge. There are many subtle but powerful ways to do this. Use natural opportunities when they arise. Number three, view evangelism as a process, not an event. Realizing that people make small incremental decisions about spirituality that eventually leads them to faith in Christ. Focus on sowing seeds rather than being driven for a harvest. The harvest will come later. Share your faith stories. When someone at work expresses a need in their life and you sense an opportunity, Ask if you could share a story from your own life and tell how God helped you with a similar need. You can also share a faith story about any other way God has worked in your life at a specific time in a specific way, as long as it relates well to the other person's situation. Number five, pursue friendship with your colleagues outside of your workplace. Find common areas of interest with people from work. 
Let common needs draw you together. Your time together away from your work create a non-threatening environment that offers the best opportunity to invite them to fate. Okay, friends, that's where we call it today for today. Please be sure to follow me on my handle on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Tony Adiogena. As you step out today, God will prosper you in whatever you lay your hands to do. I pray that you will enjoy favor everywhere you go. Do have a fruitful week and see you next week.